We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for January 10th, 2016. Totally switching gears now. Uh, unprecedented catastrophe underway near Los Angeles, California. Why hasn't why haven't we heard about this from mainstream media? And uh, the story over Ian E News tells us about the largest gas leak ever recorded, equivalent to the strength of a volcanic eruption. And according to one expert, it's far above and beyond what we've ever seen. Telling us what we're now watching unfolding in Los Angeles with barely a peep from the mainstream media is potentially devastating on a planetary scale. We're also told that we're watching a disaster unfolding in slow motion that may take up to four months or more to stop and is leaving thousands of Californians suffering nosebleeds and vomiting, according to the story. It's being called the biggest environmental disaster since the 2010 BP oil spill uh, by activist Erwin Brockovich, who says, <clears throat> quote, Southern California Gas Company, or SoCal Gas, has essentially ignored the impact of victims and its actions have instead added to their suffering. The company has refused to release air quality data that could be used to protect its residents. It has made relocation very difficult and it has forged ahead with plans to expand its facility before the leak has ever been contained. Again, I really think a lot of this, and you could blame this on an accident, maybe it is, but a lot of this is also beta testing what public reaction will be, beta testing how many people they can kill and still how, how they can proceed with cover-ups, beta testing for a lot bigger things to, to come as far as just the amount of people dying. And again, they're doing it with Fukushima, huge massive cover-up. They're doing it with BP, they've done it with the BP oil spill, which is still an ongoing thing, and we've covered that in a recent, uh, recent study as well. So all of this just seems to be about Satan refining and honing what he can get away with and, and what is the gauging public reaction. And as people get more, oh, I don't know if you want to call it dumbed down, more fluoride is pumped into the water system, more chlorine, more GMOs in the food, more things to in, in the air with the chemtrails, the nanoparticles of aluminum and the ethylene dibromide and all of the radio waves that they're using to control and manipulate thought patterns. They're seeing what level of evil that the sheeple people would put up with is how they would refer to them as. I'm not calling my listeners that. I'm saying that's how they would refer to the um, the masses of people out there. And to me, this is just one more example of that. So going further, the company... Uh, they've refused to release air quality data, which is neat. I don't understand why independent people aren't out there doing this, though, but they're just doing everything they can do to block the, the efforts to actually re reveal the full scope of this, the actual company that, that's responsible for this. The enormity of the Aliso Canyon gas leak cannot be overstated. Gas is escaping throughout a ruptured pipe more than 8,000 feet underground, and it shows no sign of stopping. I mean, we're talking way over a mile. That's tough to get to. As the pressure from the weight on top of the pipe causes the gas to diffuse, it only continues to dissipate across the wider and wider area. According to tests conducted in November by the California Air Resources Board, the leak is spewing 50,000 kilograms of gas per hour, the equivalent to the strength of a volcanic eruption. At this rate, in just one month, the leak will have accounted for one quarter of the total estimated methane emissions in the state of California. Then we have this, uh, Fukushima slaughter on our oceans, RADCON 5 alert, Pittsburgh, PA, and officials in California warn it's on the brink of pandemonium. 
The Nuclear Emergency Tracking Center declared a RADCON 5 alert, um, radiation contamination, I believe was that, what that stands for, alert in the Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area on Friday as seen in the screenshot above. I'll give you a picture of that. And uh, it's just the latest signs of radiation in America. Now, they don't really get into details where they think that's coming from, whether it's a local nuclear power plant, whether it's some Fukushima cloud, who knows. But the fact remains is it did happen. Uh, and then with officials in Los Angeles, California, warning that it's on the brink of pandemonium, and all of these are referenced links that we're looking at here. They, you can click on the links to see more about it. In reference to the methane leak spraying continuous poisons into our atmosphere for the fourth straight month. It's been going on for a while. We have to ask why the mainstream media isn't paying as much attention to the horrible carnage being afflicted upon our environment by Fukushima radiation, as opposed to this event in California. But we were relieved that they have finally decided to cover now the methane leak in California, which is being called a state of emergency. We also learned about another horrifying story. Well, they don't really have a choice with California. I mean, people are, I mean, they're, it's, it's very localized, at least in that particular area. But who knows what its effect is having, though, even over all of Los Angeles, in that basin there. Uh, but it's just... I think that they just got to a point where they couldn't ignore it. It was there were too many overt things happening, so they had to start admitting it to a certain point. Okay, let's go back to the report here. Uh, we also learned about another horrifying story from ENE News that you'll notice the mainstream media continues to ignore, which is the heartbreaking deaths of two hundred thousand sea lions. Two hundred thousand sea lions adding to the massive number of sea life and wild animals that have perished in Fukushima's slaughter of our oceans. I mean, how gut-wrenching. These reports are telling us that most of the animals are starving to death, but how long will, will it be till they remember that we too are also part of the web of life? As the death toll of the sea lions, whales, starfish, tuna, etc. increases, we've long warned what we do to our oceans and the planet, we do to ourselves, and essentially will be the next in line. And there already humanity there already is. And again, if it if Fukushima kills the plankton off, and I, it's got to be doing that. Well, the plankton is the foundation of not only the food chain in the ocean, but also of the oxygen production of the oceans. Okay, and you, I mean. Again, it's just one of these things where the people at the top allowing this to happen, you know, they're, they're just pure, total vessels of Satan. It's like they're literally just satanically possessed and they're just bent on the absolute, total annihilation of all humanity, of all life on the planet, and of the earth itself, ultimately. To create a dead planet where no humanity could exist this is this is where we're this is where they would like to take us and i think that's why jesus said you know if if things weren't if those days weren't shortened there were there was there's no flesh that would be alive on the planet essentially because i mean i, I mean again i mean how how long with what we're looking at here how long could this go on I mean, you know, before humanity was wiped out and, and, 
you know, couldn't continue forever, that's for sure. More current news reports. These are just these are just headlines. Unstoppable death looms, millions of Americans in danger. Chaos awaits below the surface as massive cover-up is exposed. Officials are preparing for the worst. Another headline, former officials say Fukushima is unstoppable. Journalists withholding shocking information. Huge amounts of radiation are pouring out, very serious, for the Pacific Ocean. The plant chief says this is something that has never been experienced. We must invent new science for this unprecedented catastrophe. Next report, sickened animals, unlike the doctors have ever seen on the west coast they're eating themselves from the inside out cancers liver cancers of the liver pancreas intestines shut down they are infested with parasites and immune to antibiotics unprecedented catastrophe to cause the loss of 200,000 sea lions i mean it's just one unbelievably gut-wrenching headline after another all news pipeline has been constantly following the Fukushima disaster and the never-ending list of de the deaths of creatures that live in the Pacific Ocean or get their food from it. it. Plays like a broken record. We are happy to see that the mainstream media has finally started to cover the methane gas leak at Porter Ranch near LA, but they're still neglecting Fukushima, which has certainly been much more deadly and ongoing for much longer than the methane spewing out of the earth in California. Yeah, true. Then we have this, Obama's death care panels uh, modeled after Hitler's T4 program. Is this what's coming to America? As we can see, the depopulation agenda is in full swing in America, and the elite in the Obamacare death panels may be getting some help in California. As recently shared by E&E News, we learned that part of the content spewing from the Aliso Canyon is also radioactive. So that's another Horrific thing. We are also told that a lot of this radiation has been detected in the area and it is extremely dangerous and it's likely coming right up through the people's bedrooms, living rooms, and homes. Much like I would essentially say radon gas would. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., January 8th, 2016, said, I guess a reporter or something, the animals are dying. And this is from the Aliso Canyon methane leak. The animals are dying, their fish are dying in their fish bowls, the dogs are dying, their cats are getting sick, and their children are getting sick. They're suffering nosebleeds, they're suffering terrible debilitating migraine headaches, asthma attacks, respiratory infections, eye infections, ear infections, stomach ailments. The health impact is not just methane. Uh, it's not just the methane coming out of the hole. It's this, this is a global crisis. More importantly, this is a local crisis. Because not only do you have methane, but you have benzene, toluene, xylene, which are carcinogenic. You have hydrogen sulfide, sulfur, uh, sulfur dioxide, which are neurotoxic, which can injure your brain, affect memory, injure your kidneys, your liver, and other bodily organs. There's also a lot of radon gas being measured in the area. People believe, we don't know if this is true, that the gas that is leaking is two miles deep. It is coming out and it's pushing that radon up into people's living rooms, into their bedrooms and nurseries. So yeah, that's what... It, I just confirmed about radon. So, yeah. And again, oh, we can't cap it. Uh, we don't know. It's going to take a long time to cap it. Yeah, right, right. No, I, I think they just want a little localized area where they can kill as many people as possible and see what they can get away with and gauge public reaction and drive more people out of California. And like I said, it's going to be this, this exodus most likely out of California in the western states, and then they can actually... Again, it's, it's essentially accomplishing what the Hunger Games accomplishes by herding people into smaller and smaller masses of land that they can actually live. The government's bought up most of the land out in the West. I mean, I saw a chart the other day that showed the percentage. I mean, Nevada's almost totally owned 
by the federal government. And a lot of those states out there are. And so that's one of the ways, you know, they're going to just herd everybody into these stack and pack cities, into these designated living zones where they can be easily controlled. That's their ultimate goal. And again, that's why, you know, you know, to be salt and light, to fight this, to expose it, to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and to have no fellowship with them because we're destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're not supposed to be ignorant of Satan's devices unless he get an advantage of us. This is, as Christians, is something that, that we should be endeavoring to do. But unfortunately, the 501c3 corporate church doesn't hardly say a peep about this type of stuff. Because they, they would surely have way more power than I'd ever have. You know, <laughs> me, little insignificant me in, in, in all of the, the, the masses and masses of, of, of people that identify themselves as Christians out there, if they actually mobilized and, and started, you know, just think what they could accomplish anyway so with all the help that the elite depopulation agenda is already getting by what we've already mentioned above just in part do we really want or need death panels in america now we're going to come back to this particular subject much of the news exerted from the world net daily story below comes straight from the associated press this is yet another sign clearly showing the direction that america's heading as the Associated Press reports, changes for Medicare in 2016 include coverage for end-of-life counseling. The AP said Medicare will pay clinicians to counsel patients for options about care at the end of their life. The report said the voluntary counseling would not have been authorized earlier by Obamacare if not for the outcry prompted by Sarah Palin's death panel uh, charge. Hastily dropped from the law, the personalized counseling has been rehabilitated through Medicare rules. The report stated, now for the first time ever, the primary party for healthcare seniors, Medicare, is going to be able to tell you what kind of care you get, uh, where and when you can get it, and worst of all, when you've had enough, he told WorldNet Daily. In 2010, about the, about the time Obamacare was being adopted, left-leaning New York Times economic, economic columnist Paul Krugman said such death panels would end up saving a lot of money for the government. This is all moving us toward Hitler's T4 program. The report below uh, includes, um, breaks down the Nazi euthanasia program for us. I, I left a lot of it out. You can click on the link to explore it in depth if you like. I'm just trying to hit the high points for time's sake. But it's exploring the, the Nazi euthanasia program for us. And in it we learn that the elderly, the sick, the disabled, also... The, um, the young, especially if you were born and you weren't, remember, they were trying to create this Aryan fifth root race, this uberman type uh, godman race, and there was no room in that for anybody that had physical deformities or mental, you know, mental or physical uh, disabilities, okay? So you were, you were killed, essentially, in Nazi Germany uh, if, if you had those things. So the elderly, the sick, disabled were among those who suffered the most under Hitler's health care program. In October of 1939, amid the turmoil of the outbreak of war, Hitler ordered widespread, quote, mercy killing of the sick and disabled. Codenamed Ation T4, the Nazi euthanasia program to eliminate life unworthy of life. That was what it was for, to eliminate life unworthy of life. And again, just putting yourself as God, deciding who lives and who dies. This is where we're moving 
in America through Obamacare, which is pure wickedness. Um, Hitler gave his country universal health care. Then to keep health care costs down, he forced sterilized anyone of a family history of genetic illness or criminal convictions. He also euthanized men, women, and children with chronic mental or physical ailments, deformities, or incurable diseases. And he even euthanized German soldiers crippled with combat wounds. And they, they love their veterans there, I'll tell you. So when you choose security over freedom, you get neither, is the whole point here they're, they're making. Now, let's switch gears again. And we have New York City initiates the most severe transgender rights enforcement in America. This is just, this is so such insanity. When you hear this, you're not going to believe it. Up to a $250,000 fine for using the wrong name in the workplace and worse. This is where this insane George Orwellian politically correct, you know, multi, multiculturalism is, is heading. This is where the radical non-discrimination laws are taking us unless we stop them. On December 21st, New York City's Commission on Human Rights announced that it has reinterpreted the city's transgender anti-discrimination law. The result is a more radical and oppressive than we've seen so far in the U.S. It covers all people in the areas of employment, public accommodations, meaning restaurants, theaters, stores, health clubs, etc., and housing, included are fines of up to $250,000 for each violation. Here we see this disgusting abomination of a man in a dress. And it says, watch what you say. Man dressed as woman shows up in a high-end lounge in Salt Lake City. Apparently to test the reaction by patrons and staff. Utah recently passed a gender non-discrimination law. Now the New York City has raised the bar even more. And it shows this abomination sitting there. Mass resistance recently documented how the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or LGBT movement is working to leverage transgender anti-discrimination laws to force radical gender indoctrination on children in the nation's public schools, which is the, the breeding ground, the foundational breeding ground for all of this garbage. As we observed, that's only part of where this is heading. And it goes on to say, coming to your school, the new Transgender Awareness Month. This past November was heralded as Transgender Awareness Month by the National LGBT Movement. If your child's middle school or high school doesn't have Transgender Awareness Month yet, get ready. A whole new world of indoctrination is on the horizon. Also, the New York City's commission has released a 10-page manual stating specifically what it intends to enforce you can read the manual here but i'm going to go over the high points and it's literally new york city commission of human rights this is their whole logo and everything legal enforcement guidance on the discrimination on the basis of gender identity and expression local law number three oh, it says violations of the law in the city of new york now include number or well First thing, failing to use an individual's preferred name or pronoun, such as calling a biological male she when requested. That's a violation. So in other words, the, the guy wants to be called she. You don't do it, that's a violation. $250,000 fine potentially. Okay. It's also illegal to require proof of a legal name change of sex medical procedures. 
So that's illegal. Restricting same-sex facilities such as restrooms, locker rooms, and showers to the persons of a biological sex. Meaning a guy can go in a woman's and a woman can go in a guy's and you can't say a thing about it if you don't, $250,000 fine. Yeah. People's gender identity or expression must be, be the indicator. That, that's, that's how we determine what bathroom they go in. Limiting, next one, limiting a person's option to only male and female. Uh, how this works was not completely explained. In other words, we've got all of these disgusting abominations out there now that are identifying themselves as whatever, you know, cissexual or pansexual or whatever they're identifying themselves. It, it never ends. It's the satanic, you know, debauchery of this all will, will never end. It'll never be enough. Sex stereotyping is the next point. A company allows women... This is unreal. A company allows women to wear wigs, makeup, shirts, and jewelry. So it must also allow men to do so. It also prohibits any conversation about a person's nonconformity to gender norms. So you can't even have a conversation, you know. Imposing different dress codes based on sex. This is just unreal. Similar to sex stereotyping, for example, if a restaurant requires waitresses to wear skirts and high heels, it must also require the male waiters to do so as well. Can you imagine you go into a place and you have the male waiters in, you know, mini skirts and, and, and uh, high heels? Let's say with fishnet stockings, throw that in. Can you imagine? Well, this is where this is all going, essentially. I'm not saying those are appropriate things to wear. I'm saying that, you know, could you imagine? It must also require male waiters to do so. The commission manual is very emphatic about this point that I just mentioned about they've got to, if you require them to wear, then you've got to require the men to do it too. Total satanic insanity. The commission manual, okay, um, going for transgender inclusive health care insurance. All employers must cover medical procedures for, quote, transitioning to the opposite sex and include other special transgendered health care. The manual elaborates to be non-discriminatory with respect to gender Health benefits must cover transgender care, also known as transition-related care, or gender-affirming care. Transgender care includes a range of treatments, including, for example, hormone replacement, voice training, or surgery. What, what a stinking abomination all of this is. I, I mean, this is so satanic, I, I, I don't even know what else to say. Treating cross-dressers differently in any way is another point. Treating cross-dressers differently in the workplace or at public accommodation, even in a minor way, is strictly illegal. Illegal. So not only, I, I really believe we're all saying, not only is it you know, $250,000 fine, you go to jail. You're going to do tall time for this stuff. Is what they would want. Also, reacting negatively to a person's demands that their transgender rights be enforced is also illegal. Boy, I guarantee you, Christians don't get, you know, one one-thousandth of any of these advantages. Penalties, penalties. Violators can be fined up to $250,000 per violation. You know, I bet I could rack up about a billion bucks in about one day in New York City. 
I bet I could. Anyway, this can this can include employers, employees, and even members of the public uh, at a public accommodation. In addition, the victims, quote the victims, can be awarded back and front pay along with other compensatory and punitive damages. This, we're not, I'm not making this up. This is real. Potential victims have one year to file a complaint with a commission and three years to file with the court system. It's just a matter of them boxing us in and herding us into smaller and smaller and smaller confines. That's what they want to do to anyone that has any moral bone in their body. Not just even Christians. Anybody that has a moral bone in their body. This would offend, I would think. Here we have a picture of two more of these abomination cross-dressing men. Hell-bound and loving it, evidently. Coming to your state in New York City, you could even be fined for even making a comment about these guys' gender nonconformity. What an abomination. I, I just can't imagine how demon-possessed of the toenails you would have to be to literally want to dress up in a dress, look like a woman, and go out there as a guy. I mean, you talk about one sick cookie. You know, and they got, they got Bruce Jenner, Catalan or whatever its name is, as their patron saint of, of, of debauchery and abomination. I think they should replace the Statue of Liberty with Bruce. You know, holding up that, that flame in a dress. You know, that's where New York City's heading, essentially, what it seems like to me. In other words, just give the Statue of Liberty a facelift and, and you know, make it Bruce. In order to justify the imposition of such a ridiculous set of laws, they employ a tactic known as inversion of reality. The left claims it is not only necessary, but absolutely critical. Here's what the New York Commission on Human Rights states as part of its administrative code. In the city of New York, with its great cosmopolitan population, there is no greater danger to health, health, morals, and they're going to give me a morality lesson. Satan is going to give me a morality lesson, in other words. There's no greater danger to health, moral safety, and the welfare of the city and its inhabitants than the existence of groups prejudiced against one another and antagonistic to each other because of their actual or perceived differences. The council hereby finds and declares that prejudice, intolerance, bigotry, and discrimination and disorder occasioned thereby threaten the rights and proper privileges of its inhabitants and menace the institutions and foundations of a free democratic state. Again, we just got a morality lesson from Satan. Most people might see the dangers to modern society as a crime, as the murder rate, terrorism, even terrible public schools, but not the tolerance of perversions. But this is how the left actually sees reality. The perceiver of true reality is now the criminal. Okay, so if you're perceiving true reality as a Christian, now you're the criminal. Even a few years ago, this would be considered science fiction, what I'm talking about. I mean, I can't even believe what I'm reading. A complete inversion of normalcy and morality. 
Actually, it would have been too absurd for even fiction, not even in the Twilight Zone. But now, because of these laws, it must be considered not only normal, but legally mandatory. And no one that we know of fought back when they needed to. All wickedness needs, all that wickedness needs is for good men to do nothing. That quote, that famous quote from times past. No one fought back when they needed to. And my question is, where were the churches in New York City as all of this was being implemented? Because this has been defeated in other places. This has been pushed back. But it evidently appears there was... And I'll tell you what. The wickedness that I saw exemplified just driving on the perimeter on the outskirts of New York City was about unlike anything I had ever felt in my life. So I can kind of get... I have a little bit more of a perspective now on why there was no pushback. Psalm... 94, 16 and 20 says, Who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Or who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? Shall the throne of iniquity have fellowship with thee, which frameth mischief by a law? Yes, evidently, that's what the Christians in New York City or the, the 501c3 institutions there said yes. The throne of iniquity will have fellowship with us, which frameth mischief by a law. We're not going to say anything. We're not going to do anything to fight this. We're not going to be salt and light. We're not going to be good soldiers for Christ. We're not going to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and have no fellowship with them. No, we're going to embrace them. But God asks, who will rise up for me against the evildoers? Who will stand up for me against the workers of iniquity? The call evidently wasn't answered in New York City. Revelation 3, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Unto the angel of the church of Laodiceans write, These things saith the Amen, the faithful, and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of the God. I know thy works, thou art neither cold nor hot. I, were, I would thou wert cold or hot. So then because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth, because thou sayest, I am rich, and increased with goods, and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched, and miserable, and poor, and blind, and naked. That's how God sees, I really believe, the average 501c3 church. I'm not saying there's not exceptions, but... Proverbs 17, 15, He that justifieth the wicked, and he that condemneth the just, which is what we just talked about, I mean exponentially he that justifieth the wicked and he that condemneth the just even they both are an abomination to the lord so that's what god thinks about this transgender issue and these laws being implemented to protect wickedness sick perversions isaiah 5:20 woe unto them that call evil good and good evil that put darkness for light and light for darkness that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter it's exactly what's being done here. Jeremiah 17, 28. But thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction. Truth is perished and is cut off from their mouth. That's what's happened. Truth is perished and it's been cut off from their mouth. It's what it seems like to me. I mean, I, I, this is one of the most unbelievable reports I have ever, ever reported on. And I cannot believe this actually got 
through whatever legislative process, apparently with no opposition, or very minimal at that. I mean, this massresistance.org basically reports on this, and, and they, they couldn't identify pushback. Unbelievable. So back to the report. The New York City Commission on Human Rights document freely admits that all of this was leveraged from the city's transgendered anti-discrimination law dating back to 2002. That is what the, the LGBT movement admittedly intends to use as a stepping stone to a whole range of radical dictates. These devils are never going to be satisfied until all the Christians are dead buried in the grave. That's when they would be satisfied because then there would be no more potential Christian mouth to utter anything condemning their lifestyle. They do not want to be reminded of the sin that they're committing. They do not be, want to be reminded of their destination, which is hell. And that is the main reason they want Christians annihilated off this planet. That's the bottom line. Across the country, these bills are being pushed furiously on both the city and state levels. There's also even a federal bill pending. Oh, Obama's a, a, a flaming, you know, homosexual. We've proven that over and over. So it's no wonder when, when you have, you know, the wicked walk on every side when the vilest men are exalted. I believe Psalm 12, verse 8. So the wicked are walking on every side when the vilest men are exalted. You've got Obama being exalted, for the most part, in this country. So you should expect the wicked to walk on every side, and that's what we have. Going further, we, as we reported this year, it was, it was stopped in Houston after uh, one of these bills that they were trying to uh, implement. It was stopped in Houston after a dramatic pro-family surge. They must be stopped everywhere. Unfortunately, in many places, the pro-family establishment does not take this threat seriously. The reason is, is they say, oh, it's just about bathrooms. Just, okay, give them a transgender bathroom. No, it's way more than just that. That's just the, that's just the camel getting his nose in the tent. That's just the excuse. They want to make sure that, you know, you're just so boxed in you and, and, and you have to literally embrace this or you're going to go to jail and you're going to be fined out of your, you know, out of existence. $250,000 per violation. May the Lord Jesus Christ rain down his fury on this wickedness. Starting in January, the fight is in Massachusetts. In early January, the Massachusetts House of Representatives, to be followed soon by the Senate, will be voting on a similarly outrageous transgender public accommodations bill. The LGBT movement is pushing it extremely hard. They know it will open the door to what is happening now in New York City. As we've said in the past, it's less stressful for pro-family people to simply label these as just bathroom bills. Oh, it's less stressful. But avoiding the transgender issue does not confront the larger lunacy being forced on people and gives the LGBT movement a free pass on the real intent. Time is short. This 
must be stopped. If you live in Massachusetts and want to help, please email us. And I give you the link there, and I give you the link to their website. So we have that, which is just unbelievable. Now uh, we have the next report, and the, it is entitled Sesame Street Rolls Out Autistic Muppet to Normalize Vaccine Injuries. Isn't that special and wonderful? Follows Elmo push for mass vaccination of children. And yet another sickening example of the absolute mental derangement of modern society, Sesame Street has rolled out its first autistic Muppet named Julia, says the Sesame Street website. The rollout of autistic Julia is Sesame Street's attempt to normalize vaccine injuries and depict those victimized by vaccines as happy and amazing children rather than admitting the truth that vaccines cause autism in children, which we've proven that over and over again in this report, in this uh, ministry. The fact that vaccines are linked to autism was openly admitted by top CDC scientist named Dr. William Thompson, who admitted to taking part in a scientific fraud scheme involving numerous CDC officials. In the name of vaccine science, they actively altered data to eliminate the statistical link between vac vaccines and autism which again vaccines are just another huge depopulation sickness uh agenda you know and ultimately now we know uh, from uh, recent teachings that many of them contain microchips yeah and it can be maybe in the form of microchip dust maybe in the form of quality control they insert at the end of the quality control at the end of the needle and it's very very small and you don't even know it's in you and again, we, we cover that in our recent teachings. So you've been chipped, and I'm not saying it's the mark of the beast, but it will be used as a control mechanism, and uh, only God knows at this point what those microchips can actually do when activated. Another Sesame character, Sesame Street character, Elmo, has been exploited as a literal puppet by the vaccine industry. I mean, no pun intended, to push a pro-vaccine message alongside the U.S. Surgeon General. It's, it is instructive to realize that even though the vaccine industry claims its vaccines are based on scientifically valid safety claims, it must use social engineering tactics on children to portray vaccines as being recommended by their favorite Muppet characters from Sesame Street. The tactic smacks of the same kind of exploitive propaganda programming used by sugary breakfast cereal makers to influence children with Saturday morning cartoon ads. Former Merck virologists, by the way, have filed a false claims act with the federal government saying that they were ordered by Merck management to false, falsify vaccine research data in order to trick the FDA into approving MMR vaccines, even though they didn't work. Now, that's one of the ones also cultured off an aborted baby or aborted fetal cell lines. These virologists even wrote that they believe such vaccines would cause the spread of contagious disease among those who were vaccinated. Again, all by design. Let's propagate and spread the very diseases you're supposedly being vaccinated for that way when everybody turns up with the disease you can just blame the unvaccinated because it was their fault even though they were the people that got it were the ones that were vaccinated and they were spreading it, and they were actually act, acting as vectors for the spread especially within the first month of being vaccinated but hey just blame everything on the unvaccinated because it's so convenient and you can demonize them even though it's the very opposite of reality so that's what they do these virologists even wrote that they believe such vaccines would cause spread of the contagious disease among those who were vaccinated, which is what always happens, obviously. The CDC does not dispute the fact 
that vaccines are still made with mercury, MSG, aluminum, formaldehyde, and other toxic additives. But there is no safety margin established in the scientific literature for injecting such items into the body of a child. But it is propagated by the vaccine establishment that such toxins are present in quantities so small that they don't matter to human biology. Yet, as Natural News has established, using ICP-MS laboratory instrumentation, the concentration of mercury in a flu shot is over 50,000 parts per billion making it hundreds of times higher than the concentration of mercury in tuna fish, for example. It also happens to be 25,000 times the concentration allowed in drinking water by the EPA. But it's perfectly safe to inject it straight into the body of an infant. That's fine. That's fine. The better to kill you with. You know, that's, that's their whole motto. Further, the adjudicated settlements report from the National Vaccine Injury Com Compensation Program reveals that flu shots containing mercury cause more vaccine injuries and financial payouts from the government than any other type of vaccine. The federal government has desperately tried to delete this data from the website so that pub the public is denied access to the information, as reported by investigative journalist uh, Cheryl Atkinson who says in March the federal government removed the latest vaccine injury court statistics, more than a year's worth of data, from one of its publicly reported charts. It was an abrupt departure from the normal practice of updating the figures monthly. Wiping the latest data means the adjudicated categories by alleged vaccine injury chart on a governmental website no longer reflects the recent sharp rise in court victories for plaintiffs who claim their children were seriously injured or killed by one or more vaccines. Since January of 2014, the number of flu vaccine cases conceded by the government, and again, remember, from that teaching that I did recently, it was the people, and particularly the elderly that had been vaccinated with the flu vaccines that all had the microchips, the RFID transmitting uh, microchips that were showing up in their arm when they were being scanned by equipment specifically designed to pick that up. So it seems to be the flu vaccines are the worst ones of them all, and you're literally getting chipped when you get a flu vaccine. So since January of 2014, the number of flu vaccine cases conceded by the government is more than double that of previous year, eight years combined. Wow. So the, these flu vaccines, man, they're just getting more and more heinous. And now you have the microchip aspect, and... Man, that's, I don't know, I, I don't know what, you know, somebody would be, be somebody's line in the sand, you know, I mean, you know, mark of the beast, I, I don't know, you know, uh, having to take a pledge of allegiance to Satan, I mean, wh wh where do people draw the line? Oh, anyway, um, but this adjudicated chart only reflects half of the current numbers, so they're just, they're cooking the books, they're, they're removing the information online. They're just doing everything they can do to block information regarding the subject. The flu business is big business. Generating $1.6 billion in revenues for vaccine makers, that's a large motivation to cover up vaccine injuries and keep pushing vaccine obedience. And it costs. Plus, they got a whole population now is microchipped. You know? And, and only God knows how those people are going to be affected when they turn those things on. When they activate them. I'm not saying they're not activated now. But. I can't even imagine. May, may this be the exact time when the Antichrist comes on the scene. Or, or, at, the, or at the heels of a, of a. You know. You know. 
series of catastrophes and you know the antichrist and then who knows how that'll affect thinking processes and you know un unreal when you start to really think about it rather than seeking to find and eliminate the root cause of skyrocketing rates of autism across uh, america's children sesame street seems to believe that normalizing autism is the answer absolutely i couldn't agree more if this trend continues we may soon see sesame street chemo boy Muppet, who loves chemotherapy, give me more poison, give me more diluted mustard gas from World War II, because that's what chemo originally was. Anyway, um, and even an aborted fetus Muppet that talks about how all tissues are being used to advance scientific discoveries. Hey, why not? I mean, if we're really going to be honest, or, or the aborted fetal um, Muppet that, that talks about, oh, I'm, I'm, yeah, take my vaccine because it's cultured off me. You know, take my MMR vaccine and the Varivax vaccine, which are cultured off aborted babies. Sure that there, there's no curse that comes with that vaccine. I mean, if you get it injected, I mean, you know, from a spiritual standpoint, I'm sure there's no implications there at all. After all, it's never too, too early to start propagandizing children and demand their absolute obedience to a medical police state dominated by corporate interests. So if you want to know more about this, there's about mm, almost 10 links here that go into specific things that we just talked about because we just hit the high points. And then some more links where you could explore more about the subject. Number one, why you should never get a flu shot. Now, I just gave you a, a doozy of a reason, your microchip now, but why you should never get a flu shot. Nurse licensed by the New, New Jersey Board of Nursing uses same dirty syringe to vaccinate 70 people in a row. why you should never get a flu that's just one of the many plethora then another one flu shot remains the most dangerous vaccine based on injuries and deaths compensated by the government the next one concordia professor condemns hpv vaccine after winning two hundred and seventy thousand dollar federal grant to study it now this guy he must have had some kind of moral moral bone in his body because he condemned it after he won the two hundred and seventy thousand dollar grant to study it and i'm sure well, you know they wanted him to cook the books and, and give their wonderful narrative but he mu he must have had enough moral fiber where he's like no 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 I i'm not selling my soul for this <laughs> so good for him uh then the next one the most dangerous vaccine adjuvant will be used for older folks flu vaccine so that's another thing that they're they're getting ready to ramp up and then another one california officials increased mercury lace vaccines for children and pregnant women it's like all i'm talking about anymore it's just all the different ways they're trying to kill us whether it's false religion whether it's through vaccines whether it's through chemtrails whether it's what they're doing to the food the franken food whether it's what they're doing to the water it's it's like that's all the, the you know the radiation we're being exposed to all the the emfs and it's like you know hey it's the whole agenda just kill us they want to get us killed and dead as quickly as possible. And then the next one, Hidden Science Reveals Major Tamiflu Scam. And those are just the links there. Now, here's a quote from Dr. Herbert Lay, former commissioner of the uh, FDA. He says the FDA, he was a former commissioner saying this, the FDA protect, protects the big drug companies and is subsequently rewarded and using the government's police powers, they attack those who threaten the big drug companies. People think that the FDA is protecting them. It isn't. What the FDA is doing and what the public thinks it is doing are as different as night and day. Thank you for your honesty. 
I'd be really surprised if this guy's even alive at this point. And then the last little report here is entitled, God Does Not Support Vaccines. And there's a, a picture I had here, uh, uh, a listener sent this to me a long time ago, and it's, it's a billboard somewhere. And it's HSBC, I think it's a bank. And it says, in the future, your data will be, your DNA will be your data. And it shows a, like a thumbprint or a fingerprint with like a, like fingerprint. Like, you know how they fingerprint you with that, the black ink? It's that, but it looks like it has like a microchip in the middle of it. So it says, in the future, your DNA will be your data. Tomorrow is full of opportunity. And this is how the banks now are advertising, where literally your DNA is going to be what gets you your access to your account. They're trying to prep us mentally to, for this transhumanism. Now they're, they're microchipping everybody with the vaccines, okay? Well, they're trying to create and create a race of cyborgs, essentially, okay? Part machine, part human. Once you have a microchip, theoretically... In a way, you're a cyborg because you're not fully, fully human anymore. Your flesh isn't 100% human. You got a little addition to the family in there. Okay, now I'm not saying if somebody that got it was saved, it makes them unsaved. I'm not saying that, but it's not something I'd want to mess around with. You know, because ultimately I don't know what kind of control, and yes, God could protect you from that. True, but we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of us. So I think Satan has a tremendous advantage on the average person that would identify themselves as Christian. So this goes on, this is God does not support vaccines. Let's think about this from God's perspective and let's go back to the beginning. In the beginning, God created heaven, earth, day, night, water, dry land, plants, animals, Adam and Eve and their immune systems. Afterward, he did not say, I'm missing something. Oh yes, Adam needs the DNA of a dog, some cells of a monkey kidney, a couple of mutated virus, bits of ground-up aborted baby, a few carcinogens, some detergent, and a little hazardous waste to help trick his immune system that God made, that God put in humanity, into giving him some temporary junk immunity. God didn't say that, but that's the whole premise of what vaccines are derived upon, because those things that I just talked about are what are in vaccines no god saw all that he'd made and he said it was very good god's perfect nothing further needed but see vaccines are playing god so much of the medical profession is playing god yeah but then sin entered the world oh yes and so did our arrogance we actually think we hold the key to improving upon his design as if he forgot something when he created the immune system Sin gave us the cap capacity to perform all sorts of evil deeds. So the fact that God gave humans the ability to make vaccines does not mean that these are of God. Amen. And you look at like what I just talked about today. And you look at the ultimate agenda of vaccines. And I, I really think that it's going to come down to where you know, they will try to force vaccinate the masses in the next pandemic. You know, for the greater good. And, you know, obviously that's going to be a line in the sand for a lot of different people. But 
this is the state we find ourselves in. I, I, the, the, the information is so horrific now on, on, a, on a daily uh, basis that you know, it grieves me to even do studies like this. But as a watchman, I have to warn. There's a lot of stuff I warned about today. I mean, whether it's the, the gas leak. I mean, you, you know somebody in the L.A. area. You know, you might want to give them a heads up. Or if I have listeners there, you know, this is what you're contending with here west coast in general fukushima radiation this is watchman stuff i'm i have to warn about this this stuff you know the the radiation warning in in pittsburgh i don't even know what that's about so and then the vaccine issue i mean just horrific horrific stuff so again you know educate others um educate your family Pray about it if you feel so led fast about it. Educate others. And, and a lot of times these are subjects, though, that can be used as a uh, stepping stone, as an ice-breaking subject in order to ultimately present the gospel. So I'm going to go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. That's all I have for today. Um, but it was, it was 19 pages we just covered. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and all you've given us. Lord, regarding these, these subjects that, that have been brought up, regarding 2016, Lord, which I, I believe is going to be a probably a year to end all years. What we see on the horizon, what we're seeing going on, all of these wicked devices of Satan, Lord, that we have talked about today, I, I just pray, God, for your divine intervention regarding them, that you would wake up the masses, Lord, in whatever manner you see fit, Lord God, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray to God you take away all satanic interference regarding this awakening to truth. And ultimately, Lord, the truth that leads them to the Lord Jesus Christ. For it shall will that not one would perish, but that all would come to repentance. I just pray for, for your divine intervention, Lord, regarding all of these subjects we've covered today, and even in previous teachings, Lord, that nothing would be able to hinder that process, that you would give the masses, give us, eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive, that we would be obedient to you, Lord, that you forgive us for any and all sins we have committed, as we forgive those who have sinned against us, Lord, that we would not have, that we would be able to let go of bitterness, Lord, that we might have in our lives, toward one another because the bible says the root of bitterness springeth up and defileth many that we'd be able to let go of that lord that there would be nothing that would hinder our relationship with you i pray you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us and that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight O lord our strength and our redeemer and we ask all this in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen